Hey y'all, thank you for tuning in to Origin Gates' daily podcast called Wisdom's Echo. My name is Parker Thomaston and I'm so honored to share this insight of the day. Today I want to talk to you about the great celebration. In Psalm 118 verse 24 it says, This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. There's a gentleman who's a member of our congregation here at Gates of Zion in Mobile uh, named Patrick Webb, and he said this years ago, it's always stuck with me, he said, go where you're celebrated, not where you're tolerated. And I've began to realize that we get this characteristic and desire from our Father, Yahweh, really from all of creation. Our celebration is more important than we've yet realized. So I want to share a story, uh, which is what I generally do, about my children. Um, I've got Eli and Eber are my two oldest sons. Um, Elisha has been playing baseball since he was four years old. We tried to do that with Eber, um, but his first practice was a disaster. He was he was not ready to play, had no desire to play. Um, it was really just me forcing him. Uh, he'll be seven in November, and so he's coming up on his seventh birthday. And now he loves baseball, uh, and so he's playing with the older kids and is having a, a great time out there. Um, but recently, Eli had something happen that we have not yet experienced before. When he was in T-ball, he hit home runs, you know, and uh, and we thought they were a big deal then, and they were. Um, but recently, he was playing in a competitive travel ball tournament, and uh, he's he's playing with a really great group of kids, and they're good athletes also. Uh, but he stepped up to the plate, and there was one out, bases loaded. So for those of you who don't know, probably the greatest thing that can happen in baseball uh, on the offensive side is to hit a home run. Um, but if the bases are loaded and you hit a home run, it's called a grand slam. So Eli just crushes the ball to left field, and we're thinking, man, you know, at his age, it's very rare um, that these kids are going to hit the ball over the fence, but he hit one all the way to the fence and hit it hard. And so by the time he is rounding second base, headed to third base, we realize that this is going to be a grand slam. There's no way the kid has a chance to throw him out. So he comes across home plate. And what happened really has just kind of shaken me uh, to the depths of my spirit, man. And as he crossed home plate, he takes his helmet off, and all of his teammates surround him, and they start jumping up and down, celebrating Eli's grand slam. And uh, and it, it's pretty amazing because his smile was what made it. I mean, immediately he looked up, he gave me a big thumbs up, and the joy that he possessed was contagious. Every kid on that field that was on his team followed his lead. And and so it brought me to this verse in Romans chapter 15, verse 32, says that I may come to you with joy by the will of Yahweh and may be refreshed together with you. My mom, you know, was joking and, and said that uh, that they might get an excel of excessive celebration penalty. And that immediately hit me again. When was the last time that I would have gotten called for excessively celebrating Yahweh's goodness? So I told you about how much I realized that Yahweh has needed our celebration. 
And, and it's because he's in us and, and we're in him. Uh, here in Mobile, Alabama, college football is a really big deal. Um, there's a team that I don't cheer for uh, called the Alabama Crimson Tide, um, but they have a tremendous legacy of, of winning. They have a tradition of winning. Um, and they had a coach one time that said, act like you've been there before. His name was Paul Bear Bryant. And so that has always kind of slowed me down from truly expressing and celebrating Yahweh's goodness in my life. But the more I think about it, I haven't been there before. In fact, I don't really believe that anyone has. I believe that in an attempt to act like I've been there before, I forfeited an ability to release an authentic expression of joy that I have need of, and more importantly, Yahweh has need of. So in an attempt to remain dignified, I had truly forgotten that Yahweh is calling for us to change and become as little children, or you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. You remember that in scripture. We we are producing the template now for the glory of Yahweh to be made manifest and revealed on earth as it is established in the heavens. So forgive me if you're offended by this, but I believe that Yahweh has need of our celebration dance. We we talk about intentions a lot, and, and I want to also share how our frustrations are meant to provoke us to do something to change them. Frustration is a powerful force when you're able to rule over it. It can help fuel determination to see the word of Yahweh made manifest. So it's healthy as long as you don't allow yourself to remain in a position of frustration. If you're frustrated with the way things are currently in your life, do not stay in that place long. And I want to share something with you today that is so simple yet complex, and it's bringing a wonderful shift in my perspective. And it all begins with one thing, and that is a choice. It is a choice. Let's look at a couple of verses um, here in Acts chapter 26, verse 2. Then Agrippa said to Paul, you are permitted to speak for yourself. So Paul stretched out his hand and he answered for himself, I think myself happy. This to me is like... (laughs) Man, I'm telling you, like we talk about joy unspeakable and full of glory and the joy of the Lord is our strength. It is such a big deal for us to choose to be happy regardless of the situations. You've heard this talked about many times. I've heard it compared. A friend of mine, Leon Emery in Louisiana, said that you have a decision to make. You can either be a thermometer or you can be a thermostat. One measures the atmosphere and the other determines the atmosphere. And Yahweh has called for us to be thermostats that we not allow ourselves to be influenced by our circumstance or our situation, but we in fact govern and rule the, the, the position that Yahweh has given us to be able to set the atmosphere in place the way that Yahweh desires for it to be. So Paul was faced with an opportunity here in Acts to harmonize with the frequency of his natural afflictions, or he could choose to rise up and release the frequency that Yahweh has intended for him to produce. This is such a big deal here because we we realize that a lot of times things may not go the way that we thought they should go, but that should never determine our response. Our response should always be determined by the faithfulness of Yahweh and his word to us. So this was simply an introduction, but it was very clear that Paul actually made 
made a choice. He said, I think myself happy. So Paul wasn't just upset because a call didn't go his way. We're talking about Paul here, right? This man was imprisoned, I think, for two years, bound by chains. He did nothing wrong. The same Paul who was whipped by the Jews five times, he was shipwrecked three times, beaten with rods three times. He was stoned. Now, I know that I haven't had everything go my way, but if we're making comparisons, I truly have very little to complain about in in you know comparison to what Paul had gone through. In Acts chapter 16, he was also the grand prize winner of a severe beating in Philippi. Uh, Proverbs chapter 15 verse 23 says, A man has joy by the answer of his mouth. So it is truly that easy of a choice for us to be able to declare the goodness of Yahweh. We release a frequency that aligns ourselves with joy. And this joy begins to strengthen us. This joy begins to encourage us. This joy begins to allow your situation to become subject to the authority that Yahweh has placed within us to be able to rule and reign. So despite the many trials and sufferings, he chose to stand in a dimension where his eyes were on the one. And I want to encourage you today, will you choose today to allow the abundant joy of Almighty Yahweh to become more prevalent in your life than any other circumstance? Will you allow His peace to prevail in your heart and in your mind? Yes, please let us understand the importance of the decision that we have to to be able to make here. I want to read a few more scriptures here to encourage you. Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 10 says this. Um, It says, Then he said unto them, Go your way, eat the fat, and drink the sweet, and send portions unto them for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy unto our Lord. Neither be ye sorry, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Have you ever been around someone who, who just kind of like, I kind of um, compare them to Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. Forgive me with the childish reference, but this is, this is my life when you have uh, three kids and, and almost a fourth one arrive. We, um, we like watching cartoons. And on Winnie the Pooh, excuse me, <coughs> excuse me, on Winnie the Pooh, um, there is a character and his name is Eeyore. And Eeyore always walks around with his head hung low. There's generally a cloud that follows him. Nothing seems to go his way. And and everything always seems to just work out bad for him. Um, unfortunately, I've met people that resemble Eeyore. Uh, naturally, they, they almost have an expectation of negative things to come against them and to be able to work against who they are and, and who they're called to be. And so it's amazing, though, when you set your expectation to think that things like that are going to happen, generally they do. And that's the dangerous side of this, is whatever you choose. Um, I know I'm, I'm giving shout-outs to a lot of people this morning, but, but there's a, a lady in our church who her and her husband are just pillars of Yahweh's faithfulness. Um, they're really family, but it's Ray and Scarlett Malone. Uh, Mr. Ray was the one that taught um, Jordan and I how to play guitar when we were, what, 14 years old? And um, and now I'm almost 85. No, I'm kidding. I'm almost 35. Uh, and so it's, you know, we are very grateful for them. But she wrote a song 
And she said, this, this song was probably written 10 years ago. Says, I become what I behold. My life is your glory. And, and it, it's a, a very simple concept here that what you choose to set your focus on is what will remain in your focus. And so as you begin to set your gaze on Yahweh, I believe that His goodness has an opportunity to be made manifest in your life. You begin to set your gaze and your attention and your thoughts and your expectation on negative things, then I believe those are the things that will materialize in our lives. We've heard this time and time again, but it's good sometimes to just be reminded of things that we already know. Isaiah chapter 61, verse 7 through 10, I want to read this quickly. It says, Instead of shame, you shall have double honor. Instead of confusion, they shall rejoice in their portion. Therefore, in their land, they shall possess double, for everlasting joy shall be theirs. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery for burnt offering. I will direct their work in truth, and I will make with them an everlasting covenant. Their descendants shall be known among the Gentiles and their offspring among the people and who see them all who see them shall acknowledge them that they are the posterity of whom the Lord has blessed I will greatly rejoice in the Lord my soul shall be joyful in my God for he has clothed me with garments of salvation he has covered me with robes of righteousness as a bridegroom decks himself with ornaments and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels Almighty Yahweh desires for us to be robed in his righteousness for us to be to be just the crown the 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 crown diadem the royal diadem the crown jewel of of who he is as a bride adorns herself with jewels so Yahweh desires for us to be adorned with with wealth and treasure and so today almighty Yahweh we honor you for covering us with garments that are not only in proper alignment with the frequency that you have created for us, but also for covering us with garments that resonate the joyful sound, that we release a frequency that reminds creation of who you are. More than projecting an image, we manifest who you are on the earth, and we position ourselves within you today, Yahweh. We thank you for strengthening us with your abundant joy. So family, I thank you for your engagement again with us today. Thank you for being such a, a wonderful part of this fantastic journey that Yahweh has equipped us and called us to be on. And I send you forth today from a position of joy that we would not only be mindful of Yahweh's goodness, that we would not only be mindful of His love and His desire for us, but that we would be positioned in a place where we tangibly manifest His presence by focusing ourselves on His goodness and allowing that joy to strengthen us, to to just manifest everything that the Father has called out of you and I today. Family, we love you. Thank you again for your engagement, and we'll see you next time.